A big man amongst big men, thick black hair plastered back to look like less. A pale face streaked beneath the lights with a thousand burst blood vessels. The purple footprints of tiny spiders running across his bleached white cheeks to the slopes of his drunken nose. Me thinking. His face. His people. His times. And in the red corner... The mother and the father, in their crumpled clothes and greasy hair, him flicking at the dandruff on his collar, her fiddling with her wedding ring, both twitching at the bang and the wail of a microphone being switched on, looking for all the world more the sinners than the sinned against. Me thinking, did you do your own daughter? The policewoman put her hand upon the mother's arm. The mother turned, staring at her, until the policewoman looked away. Round one. Oldman tapped on the microphone and coughed. Thank you for coming, gentlemen. It's been a long night for everyone, especially Mr. and Mrs. Kempley, and it's going to be a long day, so we'll keep this brief. Oldman took a sip from a glass of water. At about 4 p.m. yesterday evening, 12th of December, Claire Kempley disappeared on her way home from Morley Grange, Junior and Infants, Morley. Claire left school with two classmates at a quarter to four. At the junction of Rooms Lane and Victoria Road, Claire said goodbye to her friends and was last seen walking down Victoria Road towards her home at approximately four o'clock. This was the last time anyone saw Claire. The father was looking at Oldman. When Claire failed to return home, a search was launched early yesterday evening by the Morley police along with the help of Mr. and Mrs. Kempley's friends and neighbours. However, as yet, no clue has been found as to the nature of Claire's disappearance. Claire has never gone missing before, and we are obviously very concerned as to her whereabouts and safety. Oldman touched the glass again, but let it go. Claire is ten years old. She's fair and has blue eyes and long straight hair. Last night, Claire was wearing an orange waterproof cagoule, a dark blue turtleneck sweater, pale blue denim trousers with a distinct eagle motif on the back left pocket, and red Wellington boots. When Claire left school, she was carrying a plastic co-op carrier bag containing a pair of black gym shoes. Oldman held up an enlarged photograph of a smiling girl, saying, Copies of this recent school photograph will be distributed at the end. Oldman took another sip of water. Chairs scraped, papers rustled, the mother sniffed, the father stared. Mrs. Kempley would now like to read a short statement in the hope that any member of the public who may have seen Claire after four o'clock yesterday evening, or who may have any information regarding Claire's whereabouts or her disappearance, will come forward to assist us in our investigation. Thank you. Detective Chief Superintendent Oldman gently turned the microphone towards Mrs. Kempley. Camera flashes exploded across the conference room, startling the mother and leaving her blinking into our faces. I looked down at my notebook and the wheels turning the tape inside the Phillips pocket memo. I would like to appeal to anybody who knows where my Claire is, or who saw her after yesterday tea time, to please telephone the police. Claire is a very happy girl, and I know she would never just run off without telling me. Please, if you know where she is, 
or if you've seen her, please telephone the police. A strangled cough, then silence. I looked up. Mrs. Kempley had her hands to her mouth, her eyes closed. Mr. Kempley stood up and then sat back down, as Oldman said. Gentlemen, I've given you all the information we have at the moment, and I'm afraid we haven't got time to take any questions right now. We've scheduled another press conference for five, unless there are any developments before then. Thank you, gentlemen. Chairs scraped, papers rustled, murmurs became mutters, whispers, words. Any developments? Fuck. Thank you, gentlemen. That'll be all for now. Detective Chief Superintendent Oldman stood up and turned to go, but no one else at the table moved. He turned back into the glare of the TV lights.